This is a HeadGum Podcast. While Andrew and Craig believe the joy of discovery is crucial to enjoying any well-told tale, they will not shy away from spoiling specific story beats when necessary. Plus, these are books you should have read by now. Welcome to Overdue. It's a podcast about the books you've been meaning to read. My name is Craig. My name's Andrew. And welcome to our February bonus episode. Welcome. This is like three days before the end of February, too, so we're running way ahead of schedule. Really getting it in there. Really just, you know, meeting the times. Yeah. It's a bad week right now for everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to make a silly podcast that hopefully can distract you from the bad, the bad. Mm -hmm. I look forward to this recording session as a distraction from the bad, especially because we have a bunch of our Patreon supporters uh, watching this recording. Uh, Andrew, you want to tell the folks at home listening to this later how these people here in this YouTube chat are going to help us with the episode. So all the people in the chat right now are our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for that. Um, if you want to find out more about that, you go patreon.com slash overduepod. But uh, we are doing a choose-your-own-adventure book this this month. We are doing uh, War with the Mutant Spider Ants by Edward Packard. I believe it was, was uh, entry 152 in the original choose-your-own-adventure run. I don't know if it got reissued in subsequent things like that this is i don't definitely know. one of the like the vintage ones like before they had like a url and stuff yeah for sure uh, there's a, in the back of mine there is a, a little advertisement uh asking parents to send in their kids pictures and profiles to model for a clothing company called french toast which i think just does school uniforms now how you can become the star of the next french toast profile yeah and i definitely did i mean i never heard of french toast before so i definitely thought like oh are we doing like a magazine profile on french toast like is this kid gonna be the next like mikey from life like what's the but anyway uh I'll, usually we make the choices because it's we us choosing our own adventure but this month we're going to try something a little different we're going to use the power of the internet and youtube pulse to (laughs) let the audience choose our own adventure correct and we are merely marionettes being puppeted around by by the listeners yeah we don't know how it's gonna go we've never done this before Mm -hmm. um we have covered four other books by edward packard andrew can you name them do you remember absolutely not was the chimney chimney house yes the first one the mystery of <laughs> chimney rock our first ever choose yeah, your own adventure um, because ed packard did in fact create this book series um mm-hmm. with r.a montgomery's publishing company um we also read you are a monster episode 84 I remember becoming a monster toward the end of yes that. i don't really remember what happened on episode 121 space vampire we ran into the space vampire, Craig. He sounded like Ray Romano, famously. Great. Edward Packard also wrote the notorious book that we covered on episode 241, You Are a Shark, where we... Was that one where we were never a shark? Never became a shark. Never became a shark. We're gonna have, we have to go back. 
So if <laughs> if no mutant spider ants show up in this book, I will not be surprised. Unfortunately, the imagery like this book is festooned with spider ants, <laughs> just like big big ants. Yeah. Do you want? I mean, just... I guess they just they look mostly like ants with the normal like ant number of legs, but with a with a web on the cover. Like that's what I got with this this young lad. Oh yeah. For sure. Who, with his baggy clothes, his baggy 90s clothes, Very his floppy 90s. 90s haircut, is being chased into a web by a bunch of big ants. He's wearing one of those shirts with a collar where you can't tell if it's a sweater material or just a heavy tee. Uh-huh. Because it is short sleeves. Um, so, and I, I looked up, uh, ant spiders are a thing. We're not going to okay. talk about them. I don't need to talk about spiders. I did look up the spider ant, which is native to Australia, mm-hmm. um, from Australian dot museum. <laughs> spider ants are conspicuous ants when you see them, but they are rarely encountered in Sydney. Uh, well, that's, that's good for people who are in Sydney. Yeah, they who don't like spider ants. They just start. They're big. Uh, their size range is six millimeters. I'm not. Maybe they're not that big, actually. That's like two inches. That's not ish. Oh, is it? I think that's big for an ant. Hold on, let me. I think the six millimeters. This is an ant-focused episode. I don't really want to talk oh, about. Wait, no, that's like a quarter inch. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Americans. <laughs> is that your? We don't learn, know the learn metrics? the metric system. We oui, we. Oui. You had American dogs measuring yeah, everybody, in everybody, inches. Everybody in the chat's lighting us up. Yeah. Which, which we deserve. We do deserve it. Um, and we were going around on a couple different titles to cover. I'm happy to come back to Mr. Packard's work. I did find gamebooks.org, uh, Demian's gamebook webpage, which does it seems to be a community of people reviewing a bunch of these books. And uh, I was intrigued by some of the the comments uh, that put it over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talks about the ants and stuff. And then this commenter Stonemason says, "This book makes use of the same Aunt Lily character as Book One Forty from Horror House." Ooh, uh, what I found some like Vonnegut <laughs> stuff, some View Universe type. Continuity. I love it. What I found strange, books. though, is that both books have the same illustrator, and yet the Aunt Lily character in this book looks very different than the one in Horror House. Maybe it's not supposed to be the same character. Maybe it's just two ants with the same name. Yes. It goes on to and talk. This one is a mutant spider ant. Whoa. <laughs> it goes on to talk about some of the choices, so I won't cover it, You're like not content wise, but I, I want us to form our own opinions, Andrew. Um, obviously i mean we do our own research the last comment though it's also somewhat dated since it refers to hurricane andrew as if it were a, re- a very recent occurrence mm-hmm. this book was published in 1994 hurricane andrew yeah. happened in 1992 i don't want to ding the yeah. book for being current at the time <laughs> yeah i mean this current i guess yeah it just happened um yeah. so we've I mean, covered hurricane andrew did flatten the uh air force base oh i was born on Whoa. ironically so didn't mean to bring that up but i mean i wasn't there so it was like we moved away it was fine (laughs) oh okay that's better (laughs) Mm -hmm. um let's start this book the normal rules apply we're gonna do probably at least three goes Mm -hmm. um 
we will likely meet some bad ends and we might go back uh and then uh we'll see what happens i think i think we will we will let everybody in the chat make the choices i think that we will probably decide where to go back to but usually it's pretty it's pretty obvious where you should go back to if you need to step back um so we've got this cover that was drawn by bill schmidt this floppy-haired 90s kid whose name is probably josh yeah sean or josh statistically his name is josh um we've got a title page with an ant hill uh they've clearly killed and eaten a bird clearly oh yeah um, the internal mutant, illustrations are by stuff. ron wing uh and then we've got the warning andrew do you want to read the warning sure warning you want to show everybody the picture of the yeah. web? Yeah. Okay. Do not read this book straight through from beginning to end. These pages contain many different adventures you may have after you discover mutant spider ants while exploring the bayous and swamps of South Florida. From time to time, as you read along, you'll have a chance to make a choice. Think carefully before you choose. The adventures you have are the results of your choices. You are responsible because you choose. After making your decision, follow the instructions to find out what happens to you next. The huge insects you discovered are spreading fast. Even the army can't stop them. (laughs) You're in the thick of the war, and you may have the key to winning it, but the swamps and bayous hold many perils. If you're not observant and quick-witted, you may not get out alive. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. So yeah, we are going to be reading the parts of this book that we play as we go Mm -hmm. through it. Mm -hmm. Shall we get in here, Andrew? Yeah, so here's a picture of a woman who is clearly anti-vax now, who is <laughs> is wearing a t-shirt that says, relax, you're in Florida, and she's talking to Gollum, and you're in an airport. He looks like... He looks, he's, got, he's got a look of the Andy Circus about him, he's, I'll say. He's got a look like he should be a dad on a 90s sitcom, but he's 12. Or, you know, he looks kind of like... He's going to, in three years, fall into a vat of chemicals and become the Joker. Oh, like he's kind of got Joker face. Well, and that's Commissioner Gordon reading the newspaper in the background. You can see mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. You weren't. All right, Craig, relax. You're in Florida. You weren't too eager to visit your Aunt Lily in Southern Florida. It sounded boring, but your parents talked you into it. Aunt Lily is great fun, your mom persisted, and the Everglades and swamps are a rare and beautiful wilderness. You can go on boat rides and see alligators, manatees, rare birds, maybe even panthers. Besides, Lily has a big swimming pool. (laughs) You gotta do the next line. I know, I gotta figure out who this boy is. Who this... I'm good on good for not burning a voice on the mom. I don't think that she's going to come up too many other times. No. Uh, Please don't make it too hard. Yeah, it's, it's the main <laughs> it's, character. So yeah. Swimming pool. I'm there. You said. Okay. He's a nerd. He's, he's a, a nerd. nerdlinger. Okay. Your plane is coming in for a landing, offering you a great view of the scene below. The oceanfront is crowded with high-rise hotels and condominiums. Back from shore, the land is crammed too with eight-lane highways, shopping malls, and condos. Where's the rare and beautiful wilderness? You wonder. You spot Aunt Lily as you come through the airport gate. She's wearing a t-shirt that reads, relax, you're in Florida. When you reach the parking <laughs> lot, you're pleased to find she has a little red sports car. She can't be all that bad, you think. 
You leave the airport and head west along the eight-lane highway, past malls, condos, golf courses, and land that's been cleared for more development, then past more malls, condos, and golf courses. Jesus, Edward Packard, what do you think about Florida? Uh, Where are the Everglades, you ask? Turn to page two. Okay. Here you go. They used to be right where this road is. She's from the south. Kiss my grits, Aunt Lily answers. Much of South Florida was covered with them. But a lot is given way to development. She gestures at a huge shopping mall you're passing. What are the Everglades anyway, you ask? Aunt Lily swings into the right turn lane and breaks for a light. They're flatlands covered by tall grass called sawgrass. Running water washes through them like an incredibly wide river only a few inches deep. Where I live is mostly cypress swamp, though. It's a different (laughs) kind of wilderness. A mile or so later, the developments begin to thin out. You pass some farms and orchards, then a road ends abruptly in a T. Ahead of you lies a dense, swampy forest. Aunt Lily turns left, then follows a dirt road leading into the wilderness. After a mile or so, she crosses a rickety-looking bridge and pulls to a stop in front of a two-story frame house half-hidden by trees and shrubs to one side is a pond a heron stands in the shallow water near the edge you really live in the jungle you remark your aunt smiles you could call it that but i have every comfort i could want all right you want me to keep going of course i do page three absolutely i do inside the house is cool and pleasant the wood paneling on the living room walls has been painted white a ceiling fan is turning lazily stirring the air it's just turning like don't not why we got to judge the ceiling <laughs> we got to editorialize uh the kitchen has a big refrigerator a sleek stainless steel stove freshly painted white cabinets and a long butcher block table off the living room lies a roomy screen porch in the back a large stone terrace uh arcs around the oval shaped pool a rope hammock is mounted behind it you can imagine taking a swim and then stretching out in the hammock with a tall icy drink this is neat you say <laughs> It used to be a fishing lodge, Aunt Lily says. The jungle back there is crisscrossed with bayous and lakes. I have a canoe. You can take it out and go exploring if you like. It's a real wilderness back there, just you and the birds, frogs, otters, bobcats, alligators, snakes, and who knows what else. If you're lucky, you'll see a manatee. I'd like to check it out, you say, but right now I'd like to go for a swim. Aunt Lily shows you to your room. You put on your swimsuit. You can't wait to dive into that pool. Everyone in this book, including the narrator, loves to list things. There's so many lists of things so far. Yeah, yeah. As Kate, as Kate says in the chat, this is a ton of detail for a house that's going to be, I assume, immediately devoured by spider yeah, ants. Yeah, either devoured by spider ants or we leave it and spend the rest of the time in the... Like, is it going to be a thing where we have to say, oh, get ye flask? Like, we have to pick up stuff for our inventory from inside the house? <laughs> The next morning, you decide to take out the canoe. Aunt Lily lends you a small backpack. It's good to have this along, she says. I've put in sunscreen, insect repellent, a water bottle, an orange, and some chocolate cookies. Allow me to list some more things for you. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm ready for anything, you say. She raises a finger. Which finger, though? Whoa. (laughs) She just flips him the bird. (laughs) Don't be so sure. I didn't want to alarm you, but I do want you to be cautious. Don't go more than a few yards from the canoe if you have to get out. There are poisonous snakes and fire ants to watch out for. There are sinkholes, places where the water table is dropped and the ground can collapse under your feet. You might even run into quicksand. Wow, quicksand? What exactly is that, you ask? It looks like firm ground, but the sand, or sandy soil, is held up by the pressure of running water. When you step onto it, you sink and are trapped by the weight of the sand. 
Just another reason to watch where you step. Hmm, and what about Panthers? What is happening? Not likely. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're endangered, almost extinct. I don't think you'll see one, but if there's one nearby, it will certainly see you. Are they dangerous? Just take this Probably one, yeah. not, unless you get one between one and its cubs. Just the same, be cautious, especially around alligators. It's easy to mistake alligators for floating logs. Keep your distance from them and don't go far. It's a maze of bayous. I don't want you getting lost. Snell uh, in the chat says, Why do I live here, Aunt Lily asks? Freaking I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by monsters. Oh my gosh. Okay, page but four. Here's some chocolate cookies. All right, Why so would... in, our, in our inventory oh, yeah. right now is sunscreen, insect repellent, a water bottle, an orange, and some chocolate cookies. Are you writing this down? Okay, I'm going to. Do you have graph paper out so we can draw a map as we go? I'm going to combine the sunscreen and the chocolate cookies to make an explosive. Ooh. I think it's possible. And why Ooh. would you go, why would you give a kid chocolate cookies to go outside in Florida? You gave him <laughs> I mean, chocolate you just, you goo. Just, you want the ants to find him fast, I guess. You give him <laughs> give him cookies. Okay, page four. Um, there, <laughs> this business boy is in a canoe. <laughs> yeah, this business casual boy going so fast through the water away from He's his. He's dressed aunt. for a parent teacher conference. He is just living it up in that canoe, and he is flying away after you drag the canoe down the grassy bank and into the bayou you hop in and push off the bank with your paddle you glance over your shoulder and see aunt lily waving at you just thinking about her warnings makes you feel adventurous (laughs) you paddle along the shore listening to the calls of the birds a hawk flies overhead a long legged white ibis stands in the shallows almost close enough for you to reach out and touch it you don't one more bird and that would have been a list but you don't see any alligators but you spot some turtles swimming swimming just below the surface with only their heads sticking out the bayou winds through the jungle away then opens out onto a small lake you can see the entrances to other bayous leading off it We've we've reached the hub world, Andrew. Turn to page twenty three. Yeah, now page we got to 23. jump into it. Wow, we've got choices finally. Ooh, look! There's oh, look! There's an ant already on that log. We already found one. Okay, look at that business boy. What's on his shirt? What I is on nothing. his? It's just the the way that the shading lines are. Yeah, make it it's look got like there's texture. something on it. Yeah. You cut across the lake and turn the canoe up another bayou. Remembering to look and see where you came from, you spot a perfect landmark along the bank, a patch of bright green grass. You drift a while, watching a big yellow butterfly. Your eyes follow it as it flutters to rest on a rotted log near the shore. Near the log is an unusual-looking creature. You paddle closer. The butterfly flies away, and your attention turns to the creepy-looking bug. It looks like a huge spider. It has a hairy body like a tarantula, and is at least as big as a tarantula, but you're pretty (laughs) sure it's something else. It's long and narrow and has two antennae, six legs, and a shiny black head. If it weren't so huge, you'd think it was an ant. The spider ant creature, or whatever it might be, is eating grubs from the rotted log. You'd like to take it back and have someone identify it. Maybe you could trap it. All right, Craig, are you ready to put up a poll with three, a whopping three choices? The poll is live. Read the, read the right. choices. If you try to trap the insect, turn to page 52. If you decide to watch it a while, turn to page 16. If you decide to return to Aunt Lily's and tell her about it, turn to page 39. So normally, I think we would editorialize a little bit on the choices, but I don't want to tip the scales, you know? 
Yes. I don't want to affect the results by observing the results. Yes. So the, okay. So the chat is probably just catching up to us talking about the choices. Mm -hmm. Reminder, it is trap it, watch it, or tell Aunt Lily. Uh, I think right now one of them is in the lead. I don't even want to comment on it. The polls have not closed. So no reporting <laughs> the you, exits. If you are still in line when the polls close, <laughs> stay there. Not you leave can still the station. vote. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, no snitches in this chat. Nobody is talking about what they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, you know, um, I guess I, what I can't see. <laughs> we have. <laughs> okay, we've got 37 people watching and we have 35 votes. I think the polls are closing. Okay. How yeah, do you know as, how many as, votes we have? As we have 38 votes. I'm seeing it in the thing. I expanded the little blue thing and I see oh. it. I don't know what you see. Oh, I was But yeah. um as Nora points out, one person is a narc. We have one person who's voted to tell Aunt Lily. <laughs> okay. But it does look like with 53% trap it has won a narrow victory over watch it with 45%. This is so exciting. So we're going to turn to page 52 Uh to trap the insect. Okay, here we go. This is what democracy looks like, says Nell. (laughs) Uh, Seeing no harm. Ho, ho. Mutant ants have got to go. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing no harm in trapping the spider ant creature, you paddle the canoe up onto the bank and pull it high enough so it won't drift away. You decide the best way to trap the spider ant is to use your backpack as a net you unzip it and empty it out just All right, as so our inventory is empty now we Nothing just dumped in everything in the canoe like an idiot mm-hmm. um you unzip it and empty it out just as you feared the spider ant scurries away to the other end of the log you step closer determined to catch it but then you get second thoughts it moves so fast suppose you fail to snare it and it bites you suppose it's poisonous Poll's about right, to go I will, live. I will read the choices yep. while you get the poll going. Yep. If you keep trying to trap the insect, turn to page eight. If you decide to just observe it, turn to page 13. So this choice is essentially saying, are you sure about what you just, <laughs> what you just picked? As Bronwyn says, no, the cookies. We just dumped cookies all we over just dumped, our boat. We just we tossed our cookies, literally. Trent wants us to get powers if we get bit by this bug. That, I mean, that is how it works. In other popular media that I've consumed. All right. We've got 18 votes in. We'll get the Wow. It's going fast. The thing, the thing that I didn't model about this these, election. The thing about these, these books is like you can make a choice, but then you can't control how good your character is at executing on the choice. Yeah. We don't even <laughs> like get if to I'd roll. Known that he was going to upend all of his food and water into the swamp to try and catch a scary bug so he could just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're good. All right. With 56% of the vote, Keep Trying was the winner. Nevertheless, we persisted. Turn to page eight, Andrew. Or 55% of the vote. With a swift motion, you hold the backpack over the spider ant and bring it down. Got it. You quickly flip the pack over and zip it up. The cloth cover trembles as the spider ant desperately tries to escape. You hurry back to the canoe, set the pack down between your feet, and push off with your paddle. When you reach the lake, you look for the bayou leading to Aunt Lily's. There are several bayous. You're a little confused as to which is the right one. You don't see the landmark patch of grass. 
At that moment, you feel something on your ankle, and an instant later, sharp, stabbing pain as if someone has jabbed a needle into your skin. You look down and almost jump out of the boat. The spider ant is gnawed right through your backpack. It bites you again. You jab at it with your paddle. It jumps onto your other ankle. You pull your leg back and shake it off. It comes after you. You try to stomp it. It scurries behind your legs. The bites hurt badly. You're feeling dizzy. The pain is getting worse. Where did that creature go? It's on your ankle again. Roll for initiative, Craig. Turn we're, entering, we're entering combat. Yeah, we're entering <laughs> combat. Okay, so we've got a cool image of a spider biting a boy in the butt in his canoe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Where's all our cookies? They're not in the image. We um, threw them out. We have no cookies. Okay. You step back and flail at the spider ant and lose your balance. Your motion propels the canoe forward and your feet with it. The canoe tips and keeps tipping. Suddenly, you're in water up to your chest, standing in oozing, bubbly mud. You flip the canoe and manage to get most of the water out. Seeing no sign of the spider ant, you get back in. Your ankle is burning with pain. You're still dizzy, but you paddle hard, desperate to get home. Then the needle strikes again, this time in your rump. You spring up with a jerk, almost tipping the canoe over again. The spider ant is crawling along the seat. You raise your paddle and smash it down. Squash! You flick the spider (laughs) ant into the bottom of the canoe, just to make sure you stomp on it several times. Now, all you want to do is sit down and relax, but your <laughs> rear end is too sore for you to sit down. My you have rear to, end is sore. You, you, you have to squat, to paddling as best you can, despite the intense searing pain. We really messed up here. Yeah, so we've got like three hit points left. I guess we, I guess we defeated the bug. We though. killed the ant, which I guess means we probably get some experience points in gold, at least. But we threw out our cookies. Cassandra says this kid has never heard of kneeling. <laughs> this kid's never been in a kayak. No, it's true. I mean, he's like, Henry doesn't listen when we tell him to sit on his butt. He That's thinks chairs are jungle gyms right now. That's true. All right. So now we take our swollen butt to page 12, Andrew. Mm-hmm. The next day finds you lying in a hospital bed, feeling just barely alive, trying to remember what happened. There's a TV mounted on the opposite wall. You reach over for the remote control and flip it on. A news anchor man appears on the screen. A nurse comes in. You mute the sound, but she's not interested in talking. She pops a thermometer into your mouth. You keep your eyes on the TV as the picture switches to an overhead view of the swamps. Much better, she says after looking at the reading. You were up to 106 when they brought you in yesterday. You're barely listening to her. The picture on the TV shows an ambulance being unloaded. The medics are taking out someone on a stretcher. It's you. That's me. Wait, what's the... He's a (laughs) nerd boy. He's nerd Waluigi. That's me, you cry, pointing at the TV screen. The death toll has risen to seven, the announcer says, and at least 20 more people have been hospitalized for treatment. This is the first person to have been brought in, a young out-of-state visitor who was attacked while canoeing in the Waxahee Swamps. Looks like you'll go down in history, the nurse says to you. Really? You say. Really? You're the first casualty in the war with the mutant spider ants. The end. I love that the secretary for Monsters, Inc. decided to show up. You know, like Harvey Firestein came. <laughs> it's, Mrs. So it's all, it's, showed it's up. All... <laughs> Rocco. Rocco. <laughs> so it's already a war, is it? It is apparently, I guess. <sighs> Where do you want to go well, back to? 
I think I want to go back to the three choices, right? Yeah, the Bayou stuff. Yeah, so we got, so, okay, decide to watch it a while, did come in second. I think we can institute ranked choice voting and say that that should be the choice that we should do. Okay, where, what page was that? That was on page 23. If you decide to watch it a while, turn to page 16. So we have just seen the spider ant floating on a log. We still have our cookies. We still have our sunscreen. We still have all our oranges. Uh Uh-huh. And so we go to page 16 and we continue to watch the ant. Good and good call on the rank choice. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. I like that system. More people mm-hmm. should use it. It's logistically, I mean, implementation can be a little rough. But. Yeah, it's a nightmare, especially with mm-hmm. large candidate pools. But anyway, page mm-hmm. 16, you watch the spider ant feeding. It gobbles up grubs with astonishing speed. That's a tongue twist. It gobbles up grubs with astonishing speed. After a while... Red it- leather, yellow leather. <laughs> red leather, yellow leather. Good blood, bad blood. Uh, after a while, it disappears into a hole in the log. You decide to land the canoe and look around for other creatures. You notice an animal trail through the swamp. You, you would like to explore further, but remembering Aunt Lily's warning, you're a little nervous about getting very far from your canoe. All right, Read the choices, Andrew. I'm going to start the poll. If you follow the trail a little farther, turn to page 64. If you decide to return to your aunts and tell her what you've seen, turn to page 39. And I guess I'll again remind the chat that this is a choice that is asking you to reaffirm a choice that you've already made. Yes. What do you think this boy would do, chat? Would this boy follow I mean, the trail? What you think, is it what you would think think the boy would do or what they would do? Because the boy seems like a knob. Like he doesn't see. Oh, no, my ankle. I got bit. Oh, no. I, oh, I lost all my cookies and my butt hurts. My rump. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle just says, let's go deeper. <laughs> okay. This is a pretty definitive. I, I'm going to let everybody vote. Yeah, you right. did. You did in the in the poll. You did spell ants a n t s and not a u n t s, which yeah. I think might be skewing the results. But it was on purpose. It was okay. in the spirit of the book. We're ending mm. the poll. We're following the trail. Eighty-one percent of the vote. Go to page sixty-four. Victory. Uh, page, Mario page sixty-four. 64. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Am I reading or you're reading okay. and describing this image, please? Wow. Uh, you are standing underneath a big web full of mutant spider ants with a stick, and you look like you're already a corpse. You start down the trail. Thick-leafed trees arch over you. Insects swarm about. You stop to put on some repellent, then continue on, making sure there are no snakes dangling from the overhanging limbs. The jungle becomes denser. A copper-colored snake crosses the trail and slithers into the undergrowth. You round a bend. The path ahead is spanned by what looks like an enormous spider web. It's bigger than you are. You break off a branch of a shrub and use it to try to break the web. The strands are extremely strong. It takes a while to make a hole big enough to get through. Meanwhile, dozens of spider ants have come out of the brush. They scurry around, touching the broken strands with their antennae. Some of them dart back into the jungle. They are fast. How is it I've never heard about these creatures, you wonder? Maybe I've discovered a new species. You ease yourself through the opening you've made, avoiding the dangling, sticky strands. Continuing on, you see more spider ants, both on the trail and in the undergrowth alongside it. About fifty yards or so farther on, you, about fifty yards or so farther on, you reach an, yet another giant web. This one is deserted, but a clump of feathers and a bird's bones entangled in its thick strands tells you that it has supplied the spider ants with a hearty meal. Turn to page seventeen. 
There's a lot of good comments in the chat. Stephanie says, no one voted for poking the web with a stick, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Savannah says, kid, you had barely heard of Panthers. <laughs> okay. By this time, you realize you shouldn't have come so far. You start to run back toward your canoe, then stop short, thinking how it's important to keep your head, to go slowly and watch for spider ants with every step. I'm always saying that. Keep your head, uh, go slowly, and watch for spider ants with every step. When you reach Mm -hmm. the web you broke through earlier, you find it swarming with spider ants. They have almost completely repaired the hole you made. Scores of others are crawling on the vines overhead. You look around and spot a branch alongside the trail. You grab it and step forward, ready to use it to break the web again. But at the last moment, you hesitate, realizing that if you knock down the web, the spider ants will only be more furious. <laughs> Maybe you'd be making a big mistake to agitate them further. You look around to see if you can get past the web by going off the trail. You don't have a machete, so you can't hack your way through the jungle. Because we didn't go to the we didn't go to the dang weapon store before we left town, and now yeah. we're out here with no machete. Yeah, I mean, Aunt Lily said it's dangerous out there. Take these cookies, but she Take did not cookies. give us a sword. Mm. Um, you can't hack your way through the jungle, but there's a watery, swampy area through one side of the trail. You could wade through the swamp until you were past the web. Judging by the rotted tree trunks sticking up, you can tell the water isn't more than a couple of feet deep, but it's so murky you can't see through it. If there are any snakes in there, you might not know it until it is too late. Read the options. Andrew, we got another poll. If you try to break down the web, turn to page 106. If you try to wade through the swamp, turn to page 33. So yeah, Aunt Lily is clearly, as as some people in the chat have picked up on, Aunt Lily's clearly sent this kid out into a situation that he's not equipped for. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she spent all of her time warning him about panthers, which she said are nearly extinct and don't exist. Uh Uh-huh. Gave him no weapons, no, no armor. Welcome, Natasha. We are a boy in a swamp, and we are vastly unprepared for this experience. Like, we're just hoping for good item drops, I guess, to equip ourselves, but I don't know how we're supposed to kill any mobs <laughs> anyway. The chat is really bemoaning these two options. Kara was like a third party to be running you know, in this election. You got to hold your nose and vote. Harm <laughs> reduction. Okay, ending the poll. We are wading through the swamp, Andrew. Turn to page... What, what's the percentage there? Oh, it's going to come through in the chat in just a second. 78%. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. A landslide for wading through the swamp. Turn to page 33. <laughs> All right, 33. I'm going to put a, a piece of paper in this page so we can come back to it later. Okay, that's good. You step into the murky water. It's only a couple of feet deep, but your feet sink into deep mud. You feel globs of slime oozing between your toes. Do you not have shoes on? (laughs) Each step is a big effort. Bubbles rise from below. A turtle, alarmed by you, swims rapidly away. It's so hard wading through the mud. You're tempted to swim for it, but you don't want any more of your body in that murky, spooky water than you can help. (laughs) So you slosh along as fast as you can. At last, you see a break in the undergrowth leading back to the trail. You feel sure you're past the web, so you slosh toward it. You're about to climb onto the shore when you feel a stabbing pain in your leg. A second later, you glimpse the long, hose-like shape of a water moccasin. Splashing and screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Totally keeping your head and being cool as a cucumber, you break out of the water. (laughs) 
When you're safely on shore, you examine your throbbing legs, staring at the fang marks above your right knee. You have to assume the bite was poisonous. You'd better get home fast. Back on the trail, you see spider ants everywhere. You race toward your canoe, dodging and jumping over them along the way. Once you reach the canoe, you push off and jump in at the same time, almost overturning it in your haste. You paddle as fast as you can. With each stroke, the pain in your leg grows worse. Turn to page 105. I think you need to eat the cookies to get your hit points back. Do cookies cure water moccasin poison? No, but oh I think you gosh. get hit points back. Look at this. Look at this so image. This, like, this dead boy in this boat, this boy that you all killed with your vote that you just made. Doing the upside down west side gesture with his hands. Look at him. Look at what you look, everybody what? in the chat at, at Wait, what you did. What look happened what did. to his shirt? Did the did the ants eat his shirt? It does and look, they, I mean, you were you were wading through undergrowth and, and stuff. It's pretty. Bit his pants. Graham <laughs> says that he voted for the other choice. <laughs> Craig, hit me. By the time you turn into the bayou leading to Aunt Lily's, you feel shaky and feverish. Nothing looks familiar. You paddle a few dozen yards more than you realize you've gone up the wrong bayou. You're feeling very weak. You just want to lie down in the canoe and rest, but you force yourself to keep paddling. You just manage to get back to the lake before you pass out. So this is a different house, huh? Turn to page 38. Turn to page 38. Well, no, you just manage to get back to the lake. I guess. You're wading through water, the woods revolving around you, the sky dark, crisscrossed with snakes. What's happening? Nothing, except that you're delirious. Until the next day, do you... Not until the next day do you realize that you were re- rescued and brought to a hospital and that, for a while, your, the doctors didn't think you'd live. Your leg is bandaged, elevated. The ceiling seems to be spinning above your head. An IV is connected to your arm. Your parents have come to visit. They're smiling at you. Aunt Lily is with them. Mom's just normal voice, right? Yeah, the she's normal voice. The doctor says you're recovering rapidly. You'll be able to go home tomorrow, your mom says. We'll be, will we be going to Aunt Lily's? She'll be coming to visit us, your dad says. She can't go back to her house for a while. I love my muzzy dad. Why not? A lot has happened while you've been out, Aunt Lily says. The mutant spider ants have taken over my house. There's concern that they may take over the whole country. Listen, Aunt Lily, (laughs) I don't like this rhetoric. I don't like this rhetoric at all, Aunt Lily. Well, I don't think that's going to happen, your dad says. Once army reinforcements from Fort Benning arrive... General Snowwell says they'll have no trouble holding the line. Turn to page 59. 49. Sorry. What is happening? Is any of this real? Whoa. All right. Oh, no. I'll show the image. You read the, yeah, look what you hath wrought, audience. We don't want you worrying about spider. coming. We don't want you worrying about spider ants, your mom says. We just want you to get well. Despite what your mom says, it's pretty hard not to worry about spider ants. You have had dreams about them all night long. In the morning, you wake feeling much better, thinking about how you'll soon be on your way home. You're not only feeling better, you're hungry. You glance over at the half-open door, hoping the nurse will be coming down soon with breakfast. Then you let out a gasp. Dozens, hundreds of spider ants are in your room. Some are on your bed. You kick at them. Nurse! Nurse! (laughs) No answer. They must have taken her by surprise. God, I, w- I hope we were going to see the nurse again if we were going to end up back in the hospital. Probably they've taken everyone by surprise. You jump out of bed, but there's no place to go. You grab the telephone, fingers trembling. You dial 911. No answer. Have they taken over the police station? Ant cops. You'll never learn. For now, the mutant spider ants are anxious for their breakfast, and you look extremely tasty. 
The end. Well, so far, all these yahoos in the chat have gotten us killed two times. Oh my god. I would like Annabelle says, don't open dead inside. Yes, sure. Um I think I would like to go back to there was so like yeah, So there there are two there are two departure points that I think we can we can consider. One was the one that was on page um like twenty whatever it was, the one with the three choices. And we've done two of them already. Okay. Yeah, on page twenty-three. So we could go back to Aunt Lily's and Narc. Now I recall that being an extremely unpopular <laughs> option at the time, but yes. a lot has happened since yes, then. Yes, Jeff. All of this happened because we waded through the swamp. Or we could go back and try to break down the web and turn to page one hundred six. Like those are the two. So we've. I'd like to go as far back as possible. All right. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go back to when we first saw the first Ant on the log. Yeah. And we're going to say, I'm going to go tell on this aunt to my my aunt. Yeah. <laughs> Kara says if we go back to Aunt Lily's, we can warn the military. <laughs> and and there wasn't a choice like when we were leaving Aunt Lily's house that was like, where do you go, right? This was the no, first choice. No, we just, we just rode out and, said, and there wasn't a choice that was like, do you choose to be an idiot or not? <laughs> Like, yeah. Do you choose to immediately go out and get bit by everything in the entire bayou and then die in the hospital? Like, no. <laughs> so we got... Okay, so that one's interesting because... Okay, sometimes we've talked about this with other books before, Andrew. Like, what is the canonical timeline of this universe and how much uh-huh. can we impact it? Right. Like, is the ant war going to happen whether we narc it or not? It seems like it. It Be- seems like the ant war's coming. Because this time we got taken out by a water moccasin and we still got eaten by ants. The water moccasin has formed an uneasy alliance with the spider ants against us, a 12-year-old boy. Florida boy wades Florida into water boy. and is eaten by ants. Alright, so we are going to Ant Lily's and we are going to narc on these ants. We're turning to page 39. Yeah. Uh, me reading? You reading. You reading. Me reading? You paddle back to Aunt Lily's, pull pull the canoe up on the bank, and hurry inside. I'm glad you're back, she says when she sees you. Did you see any alligators? Now, reminder that we've been gone tops 15 minutes at this point. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I saw an incredibly large bug. It may be a new species. Aunt Lily smiles. New for you. There are hundreds of species in southern Florida you won't find anywhere else in the country. Maybe I can identify this one for you. It was as big as a tarantula and had a hairy body, but it was longer and thinner. It looked more like a giant ant. How many legs did it have? Six. (laughs) Your aunt looks at you sharply. Are you sure? Spiders have eight legs, you know. I know. That's why I thought it was a giant ant. No ant is that big. Maybe it was a spider that lost two legs in an accident. Whoa. (laughs) Aunt Lily. Occam's razor cut those legs off, I guess. (laughs) With Occam's razor. It wouldn't have looked the same way. Your aunt sits silently for a moment, her brow crinkled. Emilio Lopez, the local park ranger, and his wife are friends of mine, she says. Let's, Let's you and I drive over to his office. You can describe what you saw to him. Maybe he can identify it for you. Turn to page 53 and be thinking about what voice you want to use for Emilio Lopez. And his wife. And don't. Do yeah. a d- kindly yeah, don't do a racism. <laughs> yeah, I won't. We're good. Thank you. A half hour later, you and Aunt Lily are sitting in Amelia's office. A short, stocky man with sleek black hair listens inherently to your story. 
intently to your story. Oh, <laughs> he also he listens inherently, inherently listens to your story. Sure. When you finish, he says, Normally, if someone tells me a story like this... Ooh, he's Batman, I love it. I tell them they're either mistaken or kidding me. But what you tell me jibes with a report I got this morning from Port Everglades. Two hikers phoned about seeing hairy ants as big as tarantulas. I thought the call was a hoax, but now I'm not so sure. There have been some strange things going on in South Florida since Hurricane Andrew whipped through here. What you describe might be some kind of mutation. This ought to be investigated, Aunt Lily says. <laughs> Emilio nods. I'll get a team of rangers together. He turns to you. I'd like you to lead us to where you saw the critter. Tomorrow morning, okay? <laughs> sure. This could be fun, you think. But you notice we have that no it, time to lose. Let's do it tomorrow morning. You notice that Emilio looks troubled. This is more excitement than we've had in quite a while, your aunt says. It could be more than any of us want, Emilio says. Wow. Turn to page 44. I do. Lo- I hope I get to spend some time with him. My headcanon for Emilio is that he comes from the future where the ant war is ongoing. <laughs> He's sure. Seen a and lot. he's come back he's come back to stop it and also <laughs> so that we d- become we become our own grandpa or something. Amelia might be us from the future. <laughs> the next morning right after breakfast Aunt Lily helps you stock your backpack. But they and they don't list what we put in our backpack this time. So I'm Important. just going to assume it's sunscreen, water, oranges, cookies again. Yeah. Uh it's almost Same noon however. Out. When Emilio finally arrives, driving a park service van with an aluminum canoe mounted on the roof. With him are two other rangers who look as if they might still be in college and a kid a year or so younger than you. This is Harry and Karen, (laughs) Emilio says. (laughs) Rangers in training. And this is my son, Nick. So many characters. Harry and Karen shake hands with you. Hmm. I don't know how much time we're going to spend with these people. Do you got any ideas for a Nick voice? Nick thinks he's cooler than he is. Hi, Nick says. (laughs) He's thin with dark hair that flops over his eyes. Hi, you say. Emilio gets equipment, backpacks, binoculars, cameras out of the van and hands them to Nick, who sets them on the ground. Harry and Karen take the canoe off the roof. You help them launch and load the canoes. Emilio tells you to come with him and Nick and Aunt Lily's canoe. Harry and Karen will take the other canoe. I think Harry and Karen are red shirts. I don't know how you feel about yeah, this. But they I, yeah, they haven't said anything yet either. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. I mean, maybe there are a bunch of ants stacked on top of each other in a trench coat, yes. too. That could be the thing. I think you sit so. in front of the lead canoe as the expedition proceeds down the bayou and out into the lake. It doesn't take long for you to find the place where you saw the spider ant. Emilio brings your canoe up against the grassy, grassy bank. Harry and Karen keep a few yards offshore. You, Emilio, and Nick get out of the canoe. You point to the rotted log. That's where I saw it, you say. Emilio pokes at the log. He turns it half over and shoves a stick into a hollow part. Nothing but a few grubs. Grubs. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing but a few grubs. <laughs> Nothing but a few grubs and a salamander here, he says. What? Turn to page 91. Why is that so hard for you? Grubs. Grubs. Ah, <laughs> uh, the salamander here. <laughs> okay, page 91. 
you feel a little embarrassed wondering if they think you made the story up a splash startles you it's only a frog plunging into the water i wonder where it went you say uh, oh, you gotta come up with a hairy voice uh, maybe yeah. this can be our frenchman <laughs> i think i see one hey i think i see one several it's harry in the other canoe he has binoculars trained on the shore across the lake He's a French exchange student. You let out really, a sigh of relief. You really got to lean into like the Louis Louis yes. voice. Uh-huh. Too. You let out a sigh of relief. You didn't want them all to think you were quote unquote crying wolf. Let's investigate. Emilio calls back. <laughs> he leads you and Nick back to your canoe. The three of you follow Harry and Karen across the lake. They arrive first and pull their canoe up on the bank. This whole passage has the, you know, when a, I mean, this is just the movie Anaconda. This. Oh, my God, it is. You know when a DM introduces too many characters at once? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the party, like, they just all have to talk to each other? Mm-hmm. Not great. Yeah. Anyway, let's... What? <laughs> this picture rules. This picture does whip. It's pretty good. There's a really stoned gator on the race. <laughs> <laughs> He's just hanging out. Oh, Rose in the chat says Anaconda, which is very good. Anaconda. Anyway, take it away, Andrew. Don't land over there. Mm-hmm. Karen calls to Emilio as your canoe approaches. She points with her paddle at a large alligator basking in the rushes along the shore. Get within six feet of that monster and snap, Nick says. <laughs> Emilio says, you're a scientist today. Keep your voice down. We're trying to observe, not be observed. <laughs> the alligator couldn't be more motionless if it were dead. Could it be any more motionless? Could it be, could it be any more motionless? <laughs> but dead, it definitely is not. Its eyes are open. It's watching, waiting. Emilio keeps your canoe slightly offshore while Harry walks cautiously along the edge of the lake, brushing the grass back and forth with his paddle. Karen follows him with a net attached to a pole. Turn to page 46. Yeah, would love some more choices soon. Oh, we got one. Oh, Don't we got one. It. Great. Okay. Uh, which one's Harry? The one who's too cool or the Frenchman? Harry is the French guy. Uh, the too cool kid is Nick. No sign of them, but I definitely <laughs> saw them before, Harry says. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Emilio has been scanning with his binoculars. He points to a spot on the other side of the lake. I think I see some on that branch over there. <laughs> He hands you the binoculars, but the shoreline is so thick with foliage that you can't tell where to look. You hear a whirring overhead. A great blue heron glides past you. It sets down a couple of dozen feet away. Uh, It's a spy. It's a spy for the ants. (laughs) Emilio pads the canoe to shore, beaching it alongside the other one. He hops out and walks over to Harry and Karen. You and Nick stand nearby to listen. You hear Harry say to Emilio, we may have better luck if we split up. I brought a machete. <laughs> Suppose Karen and I hike in and away and you try the other side of the lake. Sounds good. like the chef who's trying to kill Sebastian and the Little Mermaid. <laughs> He's coming for these ants. <laughs> Sounds good, Emilio says. First one to find something important, give a yell. Who would you like to go with? Emilio asks you. If you decide to explore... Oh, go ahead, Andrew. I'll yeah, if you decide to explore inland with Harry and Karen, turn to page 61. If you decide to check out the other side of the lake with Emilio and Nick, turn to page 35. And so I think 
we've got a good crop of voices going now. I think spending more time with any of these characters would be a delight. I'm going to put a piece of paper in this page. And if we're not running too, too long and we, we hit a bad end, an imminent death. Yeah. We might come back and spend some time with the other party. Yeah. 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 So Harry and Karen, Emilio and Nick. Yes. How are you feeling? How are uh, you feeling about this? I'm feeling okay. I like that we've just stumbled into a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I we ex- finally <laughs> found a bunch of NPCs in this book. I was I was worried when we were like in that cave with the web and stuff. I, we weren't in a cave. I don't know what was going on. Um, that we were spending too much time just alone with this boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited that we've got so many other people to hang out with. Well, and, fi- and we've got now we've got some people in our party who can tell him, like, no, don't don't put a thin layer of canvas between you and the mutant <laughs> spider. <ant." laughs> I knew it was trouble when we put that spider in the bag and we could uh-huh. see the bag moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the stomach from the movie Alien. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, I'm going to close the poll in 30 seconds. Um, we've still got 30 a few seconds is too long. I think, I think, I think we can close it. Okay. We we're going to close months. the poll, close the poll, close the poll. 30 seconds is a lot of dead air. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Let's look at the Allegra results. says, I can't believe narc was the right choice. What an adventure. It is the nineties, the go, go nineties. Everybody was narking. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Emilio and Nick with we're 62 going with Emilio percent, and Nick. but Andrew has a piece of paper in this one. So we might come back depending on timing. Okay. Page 62. Turn so to page me, re- me reading or are you reading? You're reading on page 35. That's the same kind as I saw you cry staring at the line of spider ants moving toward the hat. Wait, am I at the right page? 35. 35. No, I'm at 62. Oh, geez. I did it wrong. I turned the page wrong. Oopsie doopsie. Okay. You decide to stick with Emilio and Nick and canoe across the lake to the bank where Emilio spotted the spider ants. You can see some of them up in the branches, but they are too high to net. Let's poke up this bayou away, Emilio says. Maybe we'll find some along the bank. Continue to the next page and I'll just keep rolling. Yeah, keep going. Another good picture. Pretty good picture. Uh, he paddles from the CERN while you and Nick scan the shoreline. The bayou curves this way and that, wending its way through the jungle. You've paddled about 20 minutes when you hear a noise around the next bend, a sort of crunchy sound like people walking on gravel. That's an odd noise to hear in a place like this, Emilio remarks. The sound becomes louder as you round the bend. Emilio stops paddling. You stare at the sight ahead, a mudflat covered with spider ants. They're swarming over a long, low mound. Emilio gives a few strokes of the paddle, bringing the canoe in closer. You can see now that the mound is the carcass of a full-grown alligator. The noise you hear is the crunching of the spider ants' teeth as they devour it. The ants have teeth? Yeah, dude. Nick Nick starts snapping pictures. Emilio paddles on past the gruesome sight. We'll go a little farther, he says. I want to learn how extensive their range is. Turn to page 55. (laughs) They've got a range of 30 feet, Emilio. Um, Okay. The bayou gets narrower. You see more spider ants along the shore, but nothing like the thousands master on the carcass of the alligator. The bayou becomes narrower still. Overhanging branches block the light, making it harder to spot the dark spider ants along the shore. Suddenly, the canoe runs aground. Everybody in the chat very, very upset about the ant teeth. Yep. (laughs) This is as far as we can go, Emilio says. It's time to link up with Harry and Garen. Then get back to headquarters and report our findings. He backs the canoe off the mud flat and starts turning it around. Watch it, Emilio cries. 
A vine has just fallen into the canoe, narrowly missing Nick, and it's swarming with spider ants. All three of you jump out. The water only comes up to your knees, but you're ankle deep in mud. What made that vine drop into the canoe? It's as if it were cut, Nick says. It was cut, Emilio says. And it's not a vine. It's part of a giant web, like a regular spider web, only much thicker and stronger. These creatures not only spin webs, they cut them to drop them on their prey. How can we get our canoe back, Nick says. We can't, as long as it's full of spider ants, Emilio says. We can't just walk out of here, you say. Maybe we could swim across the lake. Turn to page seven. Okay. Something is happening. The editorial choice to make Emilio say the last line is interesting. You didn't think it was Nick? I thought maybe it was was us. The, like the person there was a paragraph. There was a line break though. Okay. All right. All right. Something is happening to my Emilio where he is sounding more like Clint Eastwood melting into a puddle. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset about it. Swimming that far would be very risky, Emilio <laughs> says. We may have to hack our way through the jungle, but at least I know what general direction we want to go in. You look along the shoreline. There's not a single break in the dense undergrowth along the edge of the bayou. I have another idea. Wait, that's that's too southern. It's like, yo, dude. Yeah, it's yo, called. I have I have another idea. Nick says, if we could push the canoe farther downstream, we could get in, into deeper water, then turn it over and drown the spider ants. Emilio shakes his head. Some of them would probably climb on us. I don't want to risk that until we know they're not poisonous. <laughs> He scans the shoreline on both sides. Let's wait upstream away. Maybe we'll find a trail that will take us out of here. You and Nick follow Emilio as he sloshes through the bayou, which gradually narrows into no more than a ditch. Meanwhile, a brisk wind has been coming up. The sky is getting darker. Emilio suddenly stops. The ditch ahead is spanned by vines covered with spider ants. Oh boy. It's as if they blockaded our route to stop us, you say. They're not that smart, Emilio says. It's just a coincidence. Just the same, I think we'd better go back to the canoe. There's a chance the spider ants may have left it. <laughs> they don't know how to use tools. Emilio's making a lot of assumptions about the spider ants. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so we got an image of everyone. Just You want to show this image, Andrew? Yeah, I got the Yeah, everybody's standing in the rain. It looks like the ants are going to be in the canoe still after all. Oh, man. You've hardly turned around when a violent wind strikes, bending the trees and bringing a driving rain. Lightning flashes. Thunder rumbles overhead. Just a squall, Emilio yells over the wind. (laughs) I don't think it will last long. Soaked and chilled, you keep moving. A few minutes later, when you reach the canoe, you find that it's covered with giant webs swarming with spider ants. Nick gasps. They've trapped us. Maybe He's not. He's getting a little Bob Dylan-y. I like it. <laughs> Maybe not, Emilio says. Let's find some branches to swing at them with. We'll clean out this cobweb. <laughs> you work your way back to look. Has he been? He's been fighting these guys for years. Didn't he have a machete? You work your way back to look for a branch. Maybe it Harry takes a while. 
to find one. You drag it behind you. It's almost too heavy to swing. By the time you'd get back to the canoe, Emilio and Nick are already attacking the web. They knock away part of it, but the spider ants climb onto the branches they're holding and race toward their hands. They have to drop the branches and retreat. You go after the spider ants with your branch, but the same thing happens. The three of you stand helplessly in the downpour, staring at your canoe and the giant spider ants that have captured it. Turn to page 47. We've got a choice. We're taking a long time to die, I'll tell you. Uh, Nothing about what we've done convinces me that we will be able to beat the spider ants. No, we can't even keep our own dang boat. We're going to die. The storm eventually passes and the rain lets up, but the spider ants show no signs of leaving the canoe. (laughs) It's already late afternoon. What are we going to do? What are we going to do, Dad? (laughs) Nick asks. Emilio glances at his watch. He slaps at a mosquito and dabs on some insect repellent. Well, okay. Emilio scowls at him. Anyone have a bright idea? I know I'm the adult, but I need to ask you two preteens <laughs> if you have any ideas about the spider ant. That's Andrew editorial. That's not in the book. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you can think of is to bushwhack through the jungle in hopes of finding a way out. It's either that or wait here through the night and hope to be rescued in the morning. If you recommend trying to bushwhack your way out, turn to page 59. If you recommend waiting here overnight, turn to page 28. Uh, no, we have not used anything in our backpack, though I will remind our listeners this is a different, potentially different backpack it, loadout than yesterday. Well, so we have a, she gave us, a, Aunt Lily gave us supplies, but she, we don't know what they are. So we're just kind of assuming it's the same inventory as yesterday. We've been assuming that, but we don't know. Right. Um, so yes, th- these are both bad options. Uh, we trust you all to make the correct choice, of course. Uh-huh. I think whatever whatever ending we hit next is going to be it. That'll be it. I, I, as much as I wanted to spend more time with Harry, I think it's going to have to be it. I do think we made the right choice in who we hung out with, though. I mean, Emilio projects confidence and competence, but really he's turned out to be kind of a dud. Well, like he just assuming like he's assuming a lot about the spider ants and their culture and their like general intelligence level. He is asking the kids in the group for... <laughs> for their battle plan because he hasn't come up with one like yeah it's it's difficult yeah yeah okay i'm gonna close the poll in five four three two one okay so we'll wait until the final total comes in but i do know based on the exit polls that bushwhack your way out came in those are those are unreliable 58 percent um overweight here overnight so this will be one of our perhaps one of our final choices we will see turn yeah, to page boy. 59 boy it's a real amy mcgrath situation oh my wait God. here overnight had a lot of money jeez <laughs> and bush were flooding the airwaves <laughs> um i see i say we try to bushwhack our way out so we don't have to stay here all night you say if the spider ants don't get us the alligators will i agree nick says All right, Emilio says, whatever we do, there's a lot of risk. If we're going to bushwhack, we'd better get going while there's still light. (laughs) What are you buying? What are you buying? What are you selling? (laughs) Until I took an arrow in the knee. You and Nick and fo- you and Nick follow. I almost said you and Nick and fellow Emilio. You and not you and 
Nick. Just read it. Read the sentence. You and Nick follow Emilio as he fights through the jungle, sometimes parting vines with his bare hands, sometimes stopping to hack away with his machete. So he does have a machete. With every step, you have to watch for snakes and spider ants. And there's a small little picture of some spider ants. Just to remind you of the the stakes. Just a little, like a little flavor. (laughs) Yes, as Natasha points out, it's ants versus alligators. Whoever wins, we lose. Turn to page. This is another excellent picture. 24, I will hold it up as you describe. (laughs) Emilio makes a sudden motion. Got one, he says triumphantly. He holds up a plastic collecting bottle. You know, a collecting bottle? <laughs> like from Zelda. Inside, yeah, he's got one with a fairy, one with a blue potion, and now one with a giant spider ant that he can use to defeat a boss. Uh, inside, a giant spider ant is struggling furiously to get out. Don't worry, it's extra thick, he says. Same. <laughs> Here, take a close look. He gives the bottle to Nick, who holds it up to the light. This better be strong plastic, Nick says, handing it to you. You can feel the spider ant hurling itself against the inside of the bottle. You give it back to Emilio, who stuffs it in his backpack. How do you know we're going in the right direction, Dad? Nick asks once you're moving again. See the sun. Emilio stops to hack at the vine. Well, you can't actually see it. It's blocked out by the foliage. But you can tell its direction by the streams of light coming through. He holds out a hand, pointing. At this time of day, it's just about due west. I'm pretty sure the nearest road is south of us, so I'm keeping the sun at a 90-degree angle on our right. Turn to page 85. It seems like the squall has passed. The squall. The squall. My favorite Final Fantasy character is squall. (laughs) Okay. 85, you said? Yeah, 85. Okay. Just like a compass, you say. Do you think we'll make it out after dark, Nick says? Before dark. Before dark, Nick says. (laughs) Emilio waits a moment before answering. I think we have a good chance. We went every which way canoeing up that bayou, but I'd bet we're no more than a mile from the road as the crow flies. No one speaks for a while. (laughs) You need all your energy just to get through the jungle. Sometimes you find a clear stretch where you can slip between the trees and vines. When Emilio has to hack his way through, the pace is painfully slow. Sometimes you take detours off to one side or the other to avoid wading through water or running into spider ant webs. Perhaps it's because of these detours. Perhaps it's because Emilio miscalculated the direction of the road. Perhaps you can say. But darkness finds the three of you still slogging through those swamps. Even during daytime, the jungle is relatively dark because of the leafy canopy overhead. On a night like this with no moon, you can't see anything. And all you can hear are the sounds of insects and frogs. Sorry, I don't have a flashlight, Emilio (sighs) says. I never imagined we'd be out after dark. Dark. Wow, who could have thunk? As Nora asks, is he even really a ranger? I don't think that he is. I mean, I think this ends with us discovering that he's a fraud. I guess we'll just have to stay in here all night, Nick says. Shh, you say. I think I heard something. Everyone is silent for a moment. You mean the frogs? Nick says. I wish my hearing were better, Amelia. So he can't hear. He doesn't have a flashlight. He doesn't know what to do. He's grabbing ants with his hands. He's just grabbing ants with his collecting jar. I wish my hearing were better, Emilio says. Again, you hear it, a faint muffled sound like a distant truck going by. I think it's traffic, you say. 
I hear it, Nick says eagerly. Has to be traffic, you say? Finally some luck, Amelia says. Someone else will have to lead until we get closer. I can't hear anything yet. You volunteer and lead the way, stopping to listen whenever you're not sure you're still headed toward the road. From time to time, Emilio has to cut aside a vine for you to get through. Not an easy task in the dark. Another truck goes by. Getting louder, Nick says. I can hear it now, Emilio says. I'll take the lead. He steps in front of you. A dozen yards more and the sound of traffic has become quite distinct. The road is obviously not heavily traveled. A truck or car only goes by every couple of minutes. Turn to page 98. What if we hit the road and all the cars are being driven by ants? What if that happens? 98. We've got to be getting close to an ending, right? We've got to be. Oh, my God. Splash. Emilio. (laughs) That's just a sound effect. You didn't say splash. Emilio has, uh, well, some of the italics are characters thinking, so you don't know that Emilio didn't think, splash. (laughs) Emilio has stepped into knee-deep water. He backs up onto land. Wouldn't you know it? We've reached another bayou. The road can't be more than 50 yards beyond it. Trouble is, this bayou's pretty wide. I'm afraid we'll have to swim across. It's probably full of alligators, Nick says. <laughs> Let's pick it up with the voices a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure it's not full of alligators, Emilio says. Thank but you. it is a risk. On the other hand, if we swim fast and make it, we'll be across in half a minute. Then we're practically home. Guess it's either that or stand here all night, you say. That's a risk, too, Emilio says. I think we've gotten away from the main concentration of spider ants. Based but we what? can't be sure... Then what should we do, Dad? Nick asks. Emilio takes a while to answer. This is a tough one, he finally says. I could leave you two here and go get help. My guess is that staying here all night might be more of a risk than trying to swim across the bayou. But if I go alone, I could be back with a rescue party in an hour. An hour and a half at most. (laughs) Okay, we'll wait then, you say. (laughs) Jesus. Right. Ready your choosing poles. Why did right, Aunt got, Lily leave us with of, this man? Us standing in the dark with this horrible man just like grabbing our shoulder. Oh boy, Emilio. It was a mistake, Emilio. In the dim light by the edge of the water, you see Emilio wipe the sweat off his face. How can you see it? anything? He shakes his head as if not convinced by his own argument. I don't know, he confesses. I'm trying to sort out my feelings from my reasoning. I just don't like leaving Nick here, or you either. He pats her shoulder. Then he looks at Nick. <laughs> He's about to add something, but Nick says, I don't like the idea of waiting here either, Dad. But if you think the best chance is for you to swim across and get help, then do it. Emilio grins, looking again at you. I just don't like it, but I think it might be the right decision. On the other hand, if you don't feel comfortable staying here by yourselves, just say so, okay? <laughs> Look, you're both smart. I've told you the risks. I want each of you to decide. (laughs) What are you going to do? Nick asks you. If you decide to try to make it across the bayou with Emilio, turn to page 67. If you decide to wait for help, turn to page 60. Okay. Go with Emilio or wait for help. People in the chat, I know Jade is saying that the book has very uneven plotting. This whole adventure is taking a while now. We died twice in 10 minutes, and now we've just been wandering out in the swamps for an hour. Rose says, y'all thought Emilio was Danny Trejo, but instead he's Richard Kind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
wait for a few more votes to come in and then we'll make this choice. Oh boy. I can feel that I can sense that we're getting closer. I, we gotta be right. Yeah. I can't believe he brought his son into the jungle, Andrew. <laughs> okay. I'm going to end the poll. Yep. I think the results favor going with Emilio. Let's see what the final result is here. It is 62% go with Emilio. All right. Turn to page 67. I do. <laughs> All right. I've got it. We, we can talk about it after we, after we finish this. I'd rather try to make it. Wait. Yes. I'd rather try to make it. Besides, it's better if we stick together, you say. All right, Emilio says. Then you come too, Nick. I don't want you to stay here alone. Nick looks somewhat relieved. Emilio continues. We don't want to be, wait. We don't want to be weighted down while swimming. So leave your outer clothing and backpacks here. <laughs> Whoa! Strip off, strip off, and leave all your supplies. <laughs> Once we're in the water, we'll spread out enough so we don't get in each other's way. Wait as far as you can, but don't waste time and energy slogging through the mud. When you can move faster by swimming, dive in and go for it. Once across, don't stop and wait for the others. A gator could be snapping at your heels. Everyone ready? Ready, Nick says, his voice shaking. Turn to page 77. As Graham says, I need a different adult. Yeah, we definitely do. The three of you slip off your packs and outer clothes and spread out several feet apart at the edge of the bayou and try trying to get up the courage to wade in. You hear another truck whiz by. It seems so close. Amelia steps into the water. Now, he says. You wade in, <laughs> clomping through the mud. The bank drops off quite sharply. You're soon in water up to your hips. You hear two splashes, Emilio and Nick diving in. You lunge forward and start swimming. You've still got your sneakers on. Every stroke takes enormous effort, but you put your head down and swim harder than you ever have in your life. Turn to page 89. Savannah says, we're going to find out Karen did her PhD thesis on arachnid mutations. <laughs> My God, just end. <laughs> we need an ending. We need an ending. You're, you're a good swimmer, but you're almost at the limit of your endurance. When you feel mud under your fingers, you stand up and quickly wade out of the water. A scream pierces the air. Nick, he's been hit. You what? grope around for a stick, anything you can use to fight an alligator. Another scream, not as loud. Then thrashing sounds as though the alligator is dragging its victim away. Did either of them make it? You... Didn't either of them make it? You stand paralyzed, struck with horror. The screams and thrashing stop. All you can hear are the night sounds of the jungle. You feel like crying, but instead you scream at the sharp burning pain in your ankle. Ooh, back full circle. You shake your foot and instinctively reach for it. Your hand brushes across the hairy, sticky body of a spider ant. You slap it off. Ack! Another bite, this one on your wrist. You jump away and stumble through the brush, scraping and bruising yourself. Someone calls your name. A second later, you feel a hand on your shoulder just before you pass out. Turn to page 69. Nice. When you wake up, you realize you must be in a hospital. <laughs> yeah. When you wake up, you realize you must be in a hospital. You have no idea how much time has passed since you struggled out of the bayou, only to hear Nick screaming, Poor Nick and Emilio. The gator must have gotten him, too. Then you remember your own agony, the stabbing pain, the devastating bite of the spider ant. Hi, how are you feeling? The voice sounds familiar. <laughs> you glance over at the bed next to you. It's Nick. His arm and shoulder are bandaged, but he's sitting up. You're safe, you blurt out. This is wonderful. I thought... I know, he interrupts. The gator 
the gainer almost got me, but Dad knifed it, and it swam away. He got me to shore. It took all his strength. Then he found you. He had to carry both of us to the road. Where was this competence the entire time, the rest of the time we were with him? Wow, I sure want to thank him, you say. He no, wants, they're both Bob Dylan. He wants to thank Wow, I sure want to thank him, you say. He wants to thank you, too, Nick says. If you hadn't made the decision to join him in crossing the bayou, who knows what could have happened to us? The ants. <laughs> what, what happens with the ants? What happened to the ants? So if we'd taken the route where we just waited for help, it, yeah. it, was, it wasn't ending. And the illustration is horrifying. It is two Holy boys crap. getting eaten alive by mutant spider ants. No. Wow. No. So, okay. What we, did we learn? We should have gone with Karen and Harry. Yeah. I think. I don't know what happened over there, but I bet it was better. We went three for three getting bit and waking up in the in the inn after we after a TPK. <laughs> yes. Multiple TPKs, but the DM was nice and so we didn't actually die. Right. Uh Hannah says at least it delivered on the ants. It did sure did. I don't think that this proves that books by committee was a bad idea, Kidiria. I think Y'all did the best you could with some bad I think options. Many times I would have made the same choice as you did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, most of this like I think we all liked Emilio. We all thought that he seemed like he knew what he was doing. We were sadly mistaken. Molly's out here defending Harry the Frenchman. And listen, he seemed cool. But he Emilio cool was when we didn't the... know enough about Karen, you know? Yeah, we and honestly, I know that some people were saying that Karen had like one line really got you know, sent to the sidelines in this book. And that's true. That is true. Kate says that this book was just kind of bad as much as I hate to say it. It, it did feel very lopsided. I don't know. Mm. Like I, I, yeah, the, the longer you go without hitting a choice, the weaker, I think the concept becomes, we've encountered that problem before, or like the longer you go without hitting an ending. Cause we kept hitting yeah. choices and we, they just, we just kept going and going and going. And like so many of them ended us, up in the same place like we we picked all three yeah paths on that first major yes. branch and all of them ended up ended up back in the hospital we got bit by ants and we're in a hospital now <laughs> like I just there should be more than that yeah i was kind of bummed we didn't turn into an ant or something or didn't meet a talking ant yeah like we should have met the like the ants ruler and figured out what they were up to why are we at war with them were there other options? I'd like to know. Yeah, like did, yeah, like was, was was the State Department involved at any point? Now this book, I think, does. I do want to give it credit. Uh, depict an accurate Florida. This is Florida any, is a miserable place where you're going to get bit by something and end up in the hospital. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> that feels about right. So, um, yeah, this was interesting. People saying the voice voices were good this time around, which I, 
it was, it was I felt good about. I felt the good too. I do. Somebody else pointed out that maybe we gave Emilio too much credit. We gave him too cool of a voice, and that made us want to. We made everyone want to hang out with him more. Yeah, I, Emilio did not live up to his voice. I think, and that's a, that's a. We try to go into these without any preconceived notions of who these yeah, people are going to be. And also, so. like, and I feel like this happens to us a lot. Like invariably the voice that is like physically hardest for me to do is the character we end up spending half the book. (laughs) (laughs) Squall. Squall. It's a good character though. Yeah. Anyway, Andrew, thanks for, uh, grubs. (laughs) Grubs. (laughs) Salamanders. Morph. This is my son, Nick. I brought him into the woods. Anyway, now you decide whether we live or die. <laughs> Thanks for recording this silly book with me, Andrew. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thanks for recording it with me. Yes, we're going to get out of here. Thanks to everyone who joined us for the recording. Thanks to everybody for listening. You can let us know what you would have done instead by sending us an email to overduepod at gmail.com. Send us your artists renderings of the mutant spider ants to uh twitter or facebook.com slash overdue pod we'd love to see them our theme song was composed by nick larangis who i think is not an ant i will need to double check on that andrew if folks want to know more about the show where do they go overduepodcast.com is our internet website up there we have links to the books that we have read and the ones we are going to read click them buy them you get a book your local independent bookseller gets some money because you bought a book and we get some money for sending you and everybody is happy yeah uh we have apple podcasts and links uh, rss all kinds of other ways you can subscribe to the show uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show if you want to sit in on the chat and help decide how long it takes us to get to the hospital i guess my <laughs> patreon.com slash overdue pod is our patreon project you can support the show and help us keep doing it yeah and uh yeah i think that's it thank you so much again everybody for for coming and staying up late with us and just watching us wade aimlessly through the south florida swamps yeah um and, if this uh, yeah. this will be on the main feed um i don't know if we'll have released a march schedule yet but we should have soon um so keep an eye out for that and yeah we're happy to keep making this show for and with y'all we really appreciate you yeah get us out of here andrew all right until we hit you next time everybody try to be happy That was a HeadGum Podcast.